Okay, so we are back with another video. And to be honest, um, I was not going to make a video tonight because I've literally um, was, I had a day off today, so I had to deal with my son. And as anybody who has kids, um, a four-year-old is very active. And I wasn't really able to get a lot of work done. And I have to get up at 5 tomorrow, 4.45, to be at work by 6. So, to be honest, I just want to let all the moms out there know that I see you. Like, I see you, you know, first-time mom, you know, trying to get it together, single mom. I see you. You know, wife with, with kids or wife with no kids and still trying to, like, live up to her dreams. I see you college student studying as much as you can. I see you mom with more than one job. I see you dad with more than one job and still have dreams and aspirations. I see you girl with depression and just sometimes it's hard to even get out of your bed. I see you girl who, or boy who you know, are still trying to figure things out and are continuing to compare yourself to the people that you see on social media and you kind of beat yourself up every day because you wonder how come you're not there just yet. I see you, dream chaser. I see you, um, just the person who's always just trying, no matter what, you're always trying, you're always trying to put yourself out there. I see you. I see you, the person who starts and then you stop and then you start and then you stop and then you, you know, you start again. I see you, the person who has a new idea every day and want to pursue it every time. I see you, the person that has self-doubts but still continues to fight through them. I see you. I do. I see you. I see you, mom, who is still trying to figure it out and don't really got it quite, but then you, you know, still trying to, you know, work your business and, 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 and try to take care of your family and then still trying to not feel guilty of trying to pursue your dreams. I see you. A lot of the time, people with perception of having a job, they make it seem like having a job is like slavery. Like back in the day, the aspirations of our ancestors was to go to school to get a good job because nobody understands that our ancestors was looking for security. They wasn't really looking for mere dreams because they knew at the time, dreaming was just a myth. That it was more harder and to fight for their rights than to actually even dream that those possibilities could come true. And that's why we have amazing people, amazing pioneers at this time, like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, uh, Madam C.J. Walker, and many more of people like that that was able to change the perspective that you can dream too while still fighting through injustice and still fighting through uncertainty. So a lot of the times right now in the day and age, we are when it comes to having a job, it is so frowned upon. Like, oh my God, people getting jobs. Oh my God, you're like, people, you know, like jobs can get you to a million dollars. I feel like millionaires wouldn't even, half of the millionaires that we know today wouldn't be millionaires if they did not have a job that taught them some type of structure. If it's getting up early in the morning, if it's being on time. A lot of the millionaires that I, I know, like Jim Ron and Les Brown and Zig Ziglar and... All these amazing people that I look up to, they had non-fobs. And their non-fobs actually made them who they are. And I'm not going to say the non-fob as a whole, but the things that they took from the non-fob, if it's being on time, if it's if there was a salesperson like Les Brown and never giving up, literally staying out there 
until they got that yes. See, the thing about our generation and, and what's going on right now in the world is job and working for somebody is so frowned upon. But what people don't understand is entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Everybody cannot be the face of the brand. There are going to have to be people that has to be play the background and serve. And a lot of the times when people think serving, they think like serving is like playing the back, hiding, uh, and you're not making the same equal amount of money as a person in the front. But what people don't understand is the person who serves kind of earns more money than the person most nine times out of ten earns more money than the person that's actually playing the front. Um, and being of service allows you to learn, allows you to be prepared for whatever it is that you want to do in this life. I remember asking God for me to serve so I can learn not only how to serve, but to prepare me for the dreams that I continue to ask him to bless. Um, serving is basically preparation. It's preparing you for the things you need or for the things you want to be in this life. And I feel like a job is more so like serving. You apply for a job in an agreement of you accepting the job. You're accepting like, hey, I'll come, you know, here, be here on this time. And, um, I just want to make sure I'm recording myself. Okay, just making sure. Okay. I'm going to cut that off. You agree to be there at um, a certain time, and basically you're agreeing at the certain pay. A lot of people, they complain about being underpaid, but I feel like jobs is like partnerships. Like how I look at my job, I look at it as a partnership. So basically me and the hospital have a partnership that they would pay me a certain amount of money so I could be able to assist them in the time that they need. Now, once I get to the end of the agreement, of the agreement which would be like my due date to quit the job, and that means that everything that I agree to for the job, if it's, you know, helping me financially or whatever my personal goal is for, if it's to, you know, invest back into my business, the sole purpose of my business is either for it to become my sole job, which is basically my sole income, or for um, it to continue to just be an additional revenue or money. So a lot of people, when they think about business nowadays, y'all just think go in it, take pictures, upload pictures, get million, get a million dollars, go get a, a watch, go get a big ass chain, go get the newest Balenciaga. And that's not how it is. Like, it's not. Especially now where people are creating families, they're not waiting around. Um, there's people that are going to college, they're pursuing their education, and, and they still want to be able to have something called their own. A lot of people jump into business not really knowing to respect, and I was one of them. Hence why I was able to, well, I took a much-needed mental break from social media because I felt like I was on a treadmill. And even though I was winning in my own way, I was progressing, I was moving, I felt like I wasn't doing much as much to the people that was on social media. Like, I felt like I was doing, like, a little, little something, So... When you come to think about it, like comparison really sucks because like even when you don't try to, you still find yourself comparing for some odd reason. I don't know, but you do. And I feel like by mentally taking a break and no longer seeking validation in social media, like literally taking that validation out of it and putting it within yourself, it will kind of help you because I feel like a lot of people, they find a lot of validation within social media because like social media shows a perception of where you are in your life. So if you feel like you 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 know you feel like you had a good spot in life, so you know you scrolling, you scrolling, you scrolling, but then you scroll past somebody who's around your age and they're doing a little bit better than you, automatically you think you're not doing as good because that person looks like they're doing better. 
And I feel like what we do is we, we, we take perception and we make it reality and not understanding that perception is what somebody wants to show you. It could be real or it could be fake. It's literally what somebody chooses to show you. So when it comes down to with jobs, a lot of people feel like, you know, they're not in a place in their life where by having a job, they're not in the right place. It's like, oh, you know, I started a business, I'm supposed to be, you know, up next. And it's like, it's, that's not how it works. Especially if you're first generational. Like, a lot of people, don't get me wrong, they was able to accomplish a lot by being first generational. But again, a lot of people compare their two days to somebody else's 20 days and they expect that within their two days, they were supposed to get as far as those 20 days. And again, I feel like a lot of people, you wouldn't even do what that person did. Like, let's be honest. If you, let's say, had to go, let's say, seven days without barely any sleep, barely eating, um, to work on a project, to have a deadline, to barely having no money, to sleeping on somebody's couch, to, you know, barely even be able to make ends meet, not even having a car, you know, basically being homeless, a lot of you people will rather choose the latter because the the suffering and the sacrifice that certain people go through to live their dreams, a lot of people wouldn't do it. And that's another thing. A lot of people don't know the real story behind it. People just see the end result. But if when the people tell you to go, I don't, that, that's crazy, they went through all of that. And it makes them human because it makes you... Um, be able to relate to them. But again, you wouldn't really do necessarily everything that person did in their story to make it happen. And that's where the rare people come about because there are people who would do it just so they can have that type of lifestyle. And there are people who honestly just want the lifestyle. They don't They don't do it. So how I see it is pick and choose your battle. Like pick and choose who you are. Like, like authentic or who are you authentically? And I say that because me personally, I had to I had to get on social media and I had to notice that in that moment where I would had a big win, I wasn't an entrepreneur. I was an employee and I was an employee for my business and I was an employee in general. And even in the midst of me trying to change my mind to the boss mindset, and necessarily like I was able and I necessarily didn't get to fully transition because I felt like my my ser my servants or my service with working was not done. And I say that because it was a lot of things that I didn't know as a boss that I could have took from a job and applied it to my business. And I say that, I would say like example, time management. I'm still struggling with time management because again, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I have my own businesses, businesses, speaking of existence, but my own businesses, um, on top of that, community, on top of that, personal, self-love, family. There's a lot of things in our lives that we have to juggle, and I didn't know exactly how to juggle. When it came to getting up at a, at a or being committed to getting up at a certain time, your girl, mm -mm. the fact that I have my own business, I had the advantage that a lot of people want, but probably wouldn't be able to handle, but I had the advantage to get up when I felt like it, like, oh, okay, um, Cause I got the whole week, so it's not like I got anything to do unless anything on my schedule for me to book. But oh, I don't have to get up at that time. I get up at this time. I'm I'm gonna do it. And nine out of ten, I was distracted. I wasn't fully focused. Um, cause I kind of took advantage of the fact that I had all the time. Like my kids in daycare. You know, fiance's either downstairs doing his stuff or 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 hubby at hubby at work. So I really didn't 
have like any type of structure when it came to responsibility of finishing stuff on time i really didn't have that i was like okay it gets done when it gets done or i'll finish it and then when my next thing came i'll, I'll go take a break or i'm gonna go relax and so what people don't understand is when you're in a partnership with a job it's not more so for it's for you it's, it's for them yes because you're assisting somebody in their business but what i learned from my pastor, which is Pastor Michael Todd, is when your business is not doing good, go serve somebody else. Like, when something's not going right in your life, go serve somebody else. And it basically prepares you to be able to handle it in your life. So, when you have a job, by having a job, by you being of service to that company, you're basically helping that company in a time of need. Which basically will assist you and help you in your time of need whenever you have a company, business, or whatever it is that you would like to do. Um, that's why you have interns, people that want to aspire to be, you know, in that person's field of career. If it's a singer, if it's a, you know, let's say a manager, most likely they have interns that will actually help because eventually that would one day be their position. So when people sit there and especially entrepreneurs, because that be pissing me off too, because the same entrepreneurs that be Bashing people that got nine to five be the same entrepreneurs. I want this, the nine to fivers to be spending money on their little business or their big business or whatever, how they want to play it. But that just, that just pisses me off because I feel like you should respect the working class because there's people that don't mind going to work. They like a simple life. They rather have their bills paid on time. They like to, you know, when they, when they want to go out, they want to go out. And then there's people that want to have a job to keep the income coming in to make sure their expenses is covered, but also have other aspirations in life where they do want to be more than just the business. And the way I look at my, my job is I look at it, like I said earlier, as a partnership. So when I say partnership, it means that, like I said earlier, we're in this contract and my, me on my behalf, you know, I will not be here long. I have a time period. And in this time period, I choose to accomplish A, B, and C. Once I accomplish A, B, and C, I no longer need your services and I don't no longer need the partnership and we disperse. But I make the agreement to myself, not more so to the business itself, but I make an agreement that while I'm in this partnership, I'm going to be the best I can be because I know that by me being the best I can be here, it will automatically turn over to me being the best I can be within my business. See, the reason why I was a shitty employee to my business because I was a shitty employee in life. I'm not even going to lie to you. When I got to work is when I got to work. I did the business. I did just enough to not get fired. I did just enough. Um, when it was time, if the company needed me to do overtime, nope, I got other plans to do. Um, and it was like it was a poverty mindset type pattern that I continued on. So I can't be mad. I can only be mad at myself that now that I run my own business, the same patterns that I was running since 14 years old when I actually first started working had turned over to my actual business. Now I'm a shitty employee for my own business. So I feel like when when you're when you're working, look at the job as an improvement for yourself. What can your how can your job benefit you besides a paycheck? Can it make you get up earlier? Can it make you want to work a little bit harder? Can it make you want to like force you more to work on your dreams because I ain't gonna lie on my days where I do work my work for my job I have the most creative ideas I'm more energized I'm ready to like take over the world on those days and on my days off I'm more reserved I want to relax a little bit more I still want to get things done like today I was spending time with my son I was exhausted because I was trying to do a thousand different things but again I'm still learning time management but I also 
knew that I didn't have all day because I knew at a certain time I still have to go to sleep so I can get up at a decent time to make it on time. This allows me to know that when I work for myself, I know, okay, you got to go to sleep at this time so you can make it to your speaking engagement at this time. So I feel like stop looking at it as a job point. Stop looking at it as the general. Again, just like how social media is all about perception and the way you view things, use your job like the same thing. Like it's really how you view it. Now, if you view it as a partnership and not more so as an as a job, then maybe you could look at the better opportunities you can get out of it. Maybe you could put yourself in a position where you can kind of like fall into your field of business. If it's, let's say you want to be a speaker, let's just say that. Um, maybe your job offers certain um, activities if it's that pertains to public speaking. So maybe you go to your manager like, hey, the next time we have this meeting, is it okay if I introduce it? Mind you, granted you might be just introducing the next person to speak, but that allows you to take a step closer to probably dusting off the, the nerves that you have. Um, it might take you a step closer to um, using your voice more and allowing the people around you to know, oh, you have a voice. Like, I feel like by doing that and acknowledging the advantage you can have in the appointment in the time that you have it will actually benefit you more. So that's basically what I wanted to get at. I doubt I even read over the notes because I took a picture. But I, you know me, y'all know me. I This is really, this is in me, not on me. But I also feel like with social media, it's like, um, it's just like you're always trying to keep up and you're not keeping up. You're not behind because you're right where you need to be. Um, no matter where you are in life, you're right where you need to be because wherever you are right now is preparing you for whatever you ask for. And I feel like a lot of people, they misconstrue that because... You be like, hey, God, I want to be a millionaire. And then you go through all this turmoil. You're like, hey, brother, I said a millionaire, not a dollarnaire. Like, <laughs> bro, like, what's going on? And I feel like with that, like me personally, um, I feel like God has humbled me in a way because money was my source, not God. Money was my source at a point in time. If I had money, I was ecstatic. If I didn't have money, it was a little tight. So once I surrendered my life to God, and I realized that he was my source and everything else was resources, it allowed me to no longer look at money as my source, period. Like, the way I think of money now, and I feel like the way I'm being humbled towards money now is like, money is an energy. It's literally a mindset. I can wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to find a dollar. Money comes to me every day, and money will find its way to me. But if I'm sitting there and I'm complaining about not having money, I don't know why money would want to come to me if I'm complaining about it. So once I got to change my perspective on like just finances and money and exactly what money is and my, my, my language to money and my mindset around money, it wasn't necessarily hard anymore to not have it because if I didn't have it, then okay. You know what I mean? It was not like if I was in dire need of it. Like, I knew God was my source for everything. So if I didn't have it, I knew God will find a way for me to obtain it. Or God will find a way through that situation. Um, so by me not having it would not affect me as much. Um, and I feel, I pers that's how I personally feel. And I, I thank God for that. Um, for just changing my mindset towards that. Because I feel like the entire time of me starting my entrepreneurial journey... My motives really behind it was money. Like, one of my motives, I'm not going to say all of my motives, one of my motives was like was getting to the bag, like getting to the money. But I realized that 
could chase money all day. Chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it. But if you keep chasing it, you also know you're going to spend it, right? Because you're chasing it, you don't know the real value of it because you're chasing it, you're chasing it. So the faster you get it, it's the faster you let it go. The faster you get it, the faster you let it go. And you're not even noticing that because subconsciously, that is just a pattern you have. And I had to realize that, like, I would give money, I'm about money after money after money, but the same money that was coming in fast was also going fast. And it may say it, money come fast, money go fast. But I ain't trying to say money comes slow, money goes slow, money still go fast. Because again, it's your relationship with money and it's your, if it's really going down to your mindset, if you have a poverty mindset and that's just something that you have to like look deep inside. But I just personally feel like when, when you're in those moments of waiting, when you're in those moments of stillness, when you're in those moments of like hardship and uncomfortability, anything after that makes you just appreciate it more. So instead of you trying to get it to go so fast, you want it to stick uh, stick around a little bit. like Because it, you could remember a time where you didn't have it. You could remember a time where you really had to scrub a nickel. You know what I mean? Just to get, you know, just to get that dial. Like, you really had to work hard for it. So I personally feel like when you're in these moments and these waiting moments, these uncertainty moments, even these moments where you feel depressed, you feel lost, these moments where you feel like nobody sees you. These moments you feel like there's no hope. These moments you feel like the world is oversaturated with everything. So it's like, where do I fit in? And I and, and my encouragement to that is, you're always going to fit in because there's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. There's a million boutique stores, boutique businesses... There's a million shoe companies. There's a million different bread companies, but there's nobody like you. There's not a you out there. There's not a you out there. So when you're working your nine to five and you're questioning if you can ever be something besides that, you can. And I'm here as a walking testimony to say that you can. I see you. You can. When you walk, go on, finally sign on social media and you have people talking down in 9 to 5s, don't listen to them. I'd rather have a 9 to 5 and secure my my family and make sure my family's good than to put them, to, to sabotage my son's livelihood. I'm not that selfish. And I'm not saying that people who did those things were selfish, but I'm just different. I'm a different type of lion. The pressure on me creates greatness. Like, I, I I need to be squeezed. Like, how an olive needs to be squeezed to produce oil, like my, like Pastor Ty said, I need to be squeezed. I have to have pressure on me. If I don't have pressure on me, I don't produce. And sometimes that's how people work, under pressure. I work under pressure. Like, right now, I have to go to sleep because I have to get up. And, I, and I'm literally making this video. And I bet you I go upstairs and I'm under pressure. I'm going to do everything I need to do to make sure this video is out at the time that it's supposed to be out. So when you're under this pressure and you feel like, again, hopeless, understand that diamonds are created out of pressure. You don't know a difference from a diamond in a store and a diamond that is found because the diamond that is presented to you was made in 
So don't sit here and be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going through so much, I'm stressed, I'm depressed. Understand that you are under pressure. So you could be created into exactly what you asked for. And I know this is not what you asked for. You asked for the, the, the good of things. You asked for the 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 Bentley truck. You asked for the, the hundred thou. You asked for the mansion. You asked for the, you know what I mean, for your, your, your video or something to hit a certain amount of views. Those are the things you asked for. But understand, this is the preparation part. This is the part you got to go through. So when you get what you asked for, you're grateful. So you're going to sit in it a little bit more. Because when you sit in something, it lasts longer. When you get something fast, it don't really last that long. Because it's not really appreciated because you got it so fast. But when you sit in it something and something's preparing you, and when you finally get it, you're going to sit there for a while. And you're going to be able to look around and be like, yup, I did that. And the only reason why I'm literally making these movie, um, the movies, these videos, is because I'm talking to myself. Like, every every content I've ever posted is literally for me because I wish I had somebody like me. Like me. To be, you know, be able to, somebody I can look at, look at to when I need just a pick-me-up real quick. So, I pray this message gets to somebody that needs this message. I pray that this message helps Somebody, I pray that this message resonates within your soul. And I pray that this message gets you out of whatever bind, whatever, um, and be able to change your perspective in a way to know that you are in the right place. Your job is not a doubtful thing. It's not it's not a negative thing to, to have. You're able to have a job and still be able to be whatever you want to be in this life. The job is just there to not only improve you, but it's just to make sure that you stay afloat. And also, before we connect, before we end this, please also know your job is your first investment. Because I know a lot of people, myself included, credit be up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. I done paid off my credit, went back in debt, paid it off again. So understand that whatever idea you have, your job is your first investor. Because if you learn how to budget your money, you learn how to get your money right, you kill down the majority of the unnecessary expenses, you could be able to invest into your business tenfold. And if you're such a hustler like myself, I also had to, I'm learning now to hustle for myself. I'm good at hustling for side gigs. Like, I'm a real good hustler. But I'm a good hustle, I would say employee. I'll say that. So now I'm learning how to hustle for me and really get to the bag with just working for me. See, that's a hard transition. Because usually when you work for a company, you hustle for a company. If it's, you know, picking up extra hours, whatever, you know you're going to get a check. Hustling for yourself, you don't always get a check. And you're never going to get paid for your time. Only thing you're going to get paid for is the value you bring to the table. But you're never going to get paid for your time. Shout out to my other coach, Patrice Washington. You're never going to get paid. No, no, not related. <laughs> but you're never going to get paid for the time you put in. That's just the that's the, the, the little bit of a downfall point. But you will get paid for the value you bring to the table. But also know you're going to be putting uh, over 100 hours into your business. But just know that this little sacrifice, this moment does not last forever. And the sacrifice that you're making right now is going to pay off. And if you just give yourself grace... And you just love on you. And you just give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling in the moments that you're feeling it. 
if it's doubt, if it's, you know, like I said earlier, uncertainty or anything, just don't stay there for too long. Don't stay there for too long. I actually have an exercise. Um, I'm going to share that in the next video. I'm not going to share it with you now, but I do have an exercise that can allow you to overcome those negative feelings whenever you're feeling it. So if you... If you're on my podcast app, I love you. Thank you so much for sticking by me and still tuning in and listening. I pray for nothing but greatness on you. If you're on YouTube, shout out. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all the fixings. And make sure you, if these videos are really helping you, please comment. Um, and yeah, I have to go to sleep. But 